Hey there, and welcome to another Testimony Tuesday. Uh, today I have Delia I. and Quinto with me. Uh, Delia, it's good to have you. So let me ask you a few questions. Uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Coward, South Carolina. Big Coward, South Carolina, okay. Um, how was your childhood? Um, my childhood was good. There were times where I found myself being the middle child. So I felt like I didn't have everything that the other had. And I kind of had to always remind myself that I can't let, I couldn't let myself get upset and want to rebel against the things that I felt like I was being mistreated against. Right. I just had to love myself because if I didn't love myself, nobody else would. Right. So I'm a firm believer that if you try to act out just out of like not having something or trying to get back at somebody, for attention that you tend to hurt yourself right and in my experience i love myself too much so how many well that's kind of a saying i got i loves me some me you know <laughs> uh, right. i just need a t-shirt that says that that's right um so brothers and sisters i have two brothers okay one older and one younger no sisters okay so are y'all close you and your brothers we are and then your mom and dad are they still alive my mom is alive. My dad died my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom lives about 35 minutes away. Okay. And I probably live about 30 minutes away from both brothers. I got you. So my dad passed away in 2010 from cancer. Um, so how was that experience for you with your, your dad passing away? It was... Um, it was very hard because I'm kind of the strong one in the family. Yeah. So I had to kind of, I guess, bury some of my feelings for a while. Right. And that's never good. Yeah. Um, but it also, I feel like, made me stronger and it made me realize, like, I used, I've always, my, I come from a mother who um, felt like chores are a definite necessity. Right. And we did them or we were punished. And I never could understand why I had to do things that my friends didn't have to do. But when my dad died, my mom and dad had been divorced um, for about three years. Okay. So when he died, um, it was just myself and my brothers at yeah. the house. So we basically were very young staying by ourselves. Right. And I then told a few of my friends, I now understand why God set me up the way he did. Mm. That I know how to take care of it. Right. So there's always a plan. Yep, always a plan. So your childhood uh, goes into your, your teen years. How were, how were you as a teenager? Were you rebellious? Were you good? Were you sneaky? Well, I didn't have to be sneaky, and I didn't have to be rebelli rebellious because, as I said, my mom and dad separated. Um, they separated my freshman year, and I decided, well, we all decided to stay with my father, not because... Um, my mom had done anything wrong, but because we were obviously established here and wanted to stay with our friends. Right. Um, so my dad lived a very partying lifestyle, mm. so I didn't have to rush home. Right. I actually would end up picking him up sometimes, so I didn't really have to sneak, but I also had freedom, but I always knew that... Um, I should not let them down. Right. Um, so I didn't like run with that freedom, I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm sneaky. So um, after high school, did you go to college? Did you just get a job? 
Um, I did go to college right after high school. I went to tech, um, but I did not finish. Um, I ended up getting pregnant with Harley. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 20 whenever I got pregnant, and I had her at 26 weeks. Mm. And so from being very sick myself, and then she was very sick, Yeah. Um, I had to drop out, and I never went back because then I'm now a single mom trying to handle all of her, um, you know, issues of being premature. And so I just had to go to work. So is that something you regret now or are you good with your decision? I I don't regret not um, finishing because I didn't really have a choice and there was no, you know, no way. I do regret that I haven't made it back to this point. So I know Harley, she's, um, I, I didn't even know that story about her being premature, uh, but she's a sweetie. She's quiet, but uh, she's a sweet girl. So uh, from there, um, now you mentioned to me a few minutes ago about a relationship. I only know Joe, your current husband. So you want to tell us a little bit about what you went through and that, that relationship prior to your husband, Joe. Well, I actually had two relationships prior to Joe. Oh, okay. Um, now it's coming to life. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one I was with since Harley was a year old. Um, and honestly, I I went with someone I kind of like settled. Mm-hmm. And I definitely do not recommend that. Oh, yeah. Um, so from the start, I don't believe that I had like those feelings that I should have. Mm-hmm. But I was tired. I guess kind of always as a young teenager chase that wanting a man wanting somebody to fill that you know that spot that right. empty place yep and um so i think that i had a child she was one um the dad was not in the picture at this point and i just felt like i needed to just give in right so i did and um it was okay but after probably about five years he started getting very addicted to drugs mm-hmm and um things just got really bad yeah um whenever we split he didn't take the splitting well and i had to go through restraining orders um he was arrested 10 times wow it was literally like your lifetime case he would follow me to restaurants um everywhere i went he would be there so he was definitely like a stalker right and he didn't even care if he got arrested so um it was bad the second relationship was with Kinsley's father. Um, I met him, and I thought, wow, that was the relationship that I thought, this is it. This right. is, you know, the Lord has sent me him. His name was Joseph. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A biblical name, so it's got to be meant to be, well, right? <laughs> right. Um, and he had it all together. He appeared to have it together. Um, he he knew the what I had already been through with Brian, and he... Um, he assured me that was not it. He had five degrees. Um, he was a head nurse. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he appeared to have it all together. Right. You know, um, we started dating. We dated for about a year, and I found out I was pregnant. Um, we were getting married before I found out I was pregnant, but we hadn't made it there. Right. Um, and shortly after that, he, um, I guess his true colors started coming to light, and I. Went out of town for a weekend with Harley for a dance convention. And when I came home, 
I found out that he had actually been doing drugs. Mm -hmm. This was someone that didn't even claim to drink. Right. Um, And about, it was, we went to Easter Sunday. We went to church because we had both said we wanted to start getting in church. Um, We went to church that Sunday and it was spring break week. And I was eight and a half months pregnant. And I came home from work to go. We were going to register the baby and to find out that he had set off a whole bathroom scene and he ended up trying to take his life that day. He shot himself with his two children and myself, which is eight months pregnant in the house. Mm. And um, I did not know that he had been doing drugs until after he shot himself and things started coming to light. Yeah. But he lived like a, a whole totally different lifestyle behind the scenes. He worked night shift and I worked day. So, um, I guess he held it together for as long as he could. Yeah. So really the ones that seem to have it all together, um, a lot of times don't have it all together. In fact, reality is none of us have it all together. So if somebody seems to be like really too good, then, you know, that old saying of it's too good to be true, then it's too good to be true. Uh, then it's not true. So, and that's another aspect of you that I never knew that you, you dealt with, you know. Um, so what what happened in that relationship? You said he tried to take his life, but... Um, well, he shot himself, um, and it's really a miracle that he's even here. Yeah. They had to remove um, quarter-sized parts of his brain, um, and he's now on disability. Yeah. Um, He's not right. Like, I found out after this that he had tried that previous years Mm. multiple times. Um, He is a, he's a, he lies all the time. I don't even know if he knows how to tell the truth. Mm. Um, Still to this day, things that he's already admitted and he knows that he's done. Right. He still will tell you just straight to your face that he didn't do that. That's a lie. Yeah. Um, But he just lied about his whole background and his parents said that they were trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that he had told me about his entire history and medical history because he is bipolar he had not he has since um i had to end the relationship Mm -hmm. i actually went back to my old youth pastor i contacted him he lives in florida Mm -hmm. and um i had to ask for his advice and he told me that he did not think it was fair yeah and that i that he felt like I was going to stick around with him mm-hmm. because that was the type of person I was that mm-hmm. I would want to help. Yeah. But he told me he really wanted me to pray about it. Yeah. And preacher Jimmy, um, was there and he had started coming to the, um, coming to our house and trying to get me back in church. Right. And he basically led me back to Christ at the hospital. Okay. So that was that was kind of what I was going to lead into is your your salvation experience of, you know, like the time frame, the age, kind of where you were at, um, how that happened. Well, I originally got saved when I was sixteen. <clears throat> I was um, involved in the Lake City PH youth group, mm-hmm. and we were at a um, lock-in with an evangelist speaker, Michael Knight. Mm-hmm. 
And I used to loyal to Michael Knight. I used to tell my youth pastor that I needed a mini me <laughs> to walk around with me. Yeah. Um, when I got saved, I was very involved. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know as much as I could know. As right. a matter of fact, um, we called Ron Big Red, and he would just say, Delia, Delia, Delia. Mm. He swore that I was going to do big things for Christ. Yeah. Um, but um, that went on for a good year two years we were all very involved and then I found myself it's sad but I went right back to my old ways just because of guys like I realized I wasn't going to try to say that I was living for God and out there you know hanging out with guys and partying with other people yeah so to me it was just easier to walk away so I don't know why but I constantly walked away from God every time trying to feel that that hole that I felt like I needed. Right. Yeah, and you know, with me, just in general, but in ministry too, it. I, I believe God creates us that way. That He's the only one that can fill that void. True. And a lot of people, men or women, uh, but unfortunately, I see a lot of women most times that are trying to fill that void with relationships, and it's just it's never going to work. You're never going to find the contentment and joy that you're searching for and looking for, and even the love. You know, Christ loves us with a perfect love that these relationships that you've mentioned that we've all been through um, and people continue to go through end up toxic because um, we're wanting it to be something that it's not. And then, you know, I firmly believe that God will send you who he's created to be with you. You know, and if we're just, just... looking at outward appearances. I mean, you were with a guy that if you saw it on paper and you looked at him, you thought, man, I mean, is there a better guy on the planet? And then it just unravels on you, you know. So with all that being said now, you know, I know uh, Joe, your husband, and uh, I just like saying I ain't Quinto, you know, (laughs) Um, and uh, to hear Joe talk. But kind of tell us how you met Joe, and uh, I know this is kind of a funny story. But um, tell us how y'all met, and um, you know you you have um, your marriage now. Kind of tell us how your marriage is. Um, how's that going for you? Well, it was kind of funny how Joe and I met. Like I met um, the previous guy that um, tried to sh- shoot himself on a dating website called PlentyOfFish.com. And obviously that did not work out. I can honestly (laughs) say I did meet some crazies. So, you know, you would need to be careful with that. But I thought I had, um, obviously I said I was eight months pregnant prior to that. Um, I had Kinsley and it was on, I thought I had shut the account down. Apparently I just got rid of the app and didn't do everything I needed to do. Right. So So you're still fishing. I guess I was still fishing (laughs) when I really didn't need to be fishing because I had a newborn baby, so I shouldn't be fishing. Um, But anyway, so I got this message on my um, dating app, and it was from Joe. And it just basically said, I'd like to meet you. Would you like to meet me? Yeah. (laughs) And I checked him out, and I was just like, oh, maybe. (laughs) That was my response. Um, But we ended up messaging back and forth, and um, I had a friend at the time she was living with me, kind of trying to help me with the baby, yeah. help me move back into the house prior to everything that had happened. I just didn't think I could live there. Right. Um, I told her that I had met this person online, and but I thought it was cut off. And, you know, I wasn't sure if I even, you know, I was like, this is not a good time to meet anybody. 
But she pushed me to go. And I actually went at 11 o'clock at night to meet somebody that I did not know. That's real smart. Very smart. Yeah. Actually, there was not even... We couldn't even come up with a place to meet. So this is going to be even better for you. So I was like, well, it's going to be a quick meeting. So let's just meet each other at South Lawrence High School in the parking lot. We'll talk. (laughs) And if we want to Yeah, let's go go to a vacant parking lot to meet. At night. Yeah. (laughs) And if we're interested, then, you know, we'll set something up later. But... Um, so we did. And the reason we did that is because he was getting ready to go out of town, back to Connecticut, where he was from for um, summer break. So I went that night and I tried to talk myself out of it. Like my friend basically pushed me out the door and said, I'll watch the baby. You know, I'll go. So your friend really loved you, didn't they? Yes. Um, (laughs) anyway, so I went and met him and honestly, the very first thing that he said to me was he asked me if I was a Christian. Really? Yes. And I said, well, I don't necessarily, I'm not living it right now like I should, but I do consider myself, you know, saved. Yeah. Um, anyway, so before we left that night, he gave me a um, CD of preaching. Really? That someone had given him. Wow. And told me that I should I listen to it. Um, so I took it back home, and my friend asked me what I thought, and I was like, well... <laughs> He's kind of like weird, maybe. Oh yeah, I was like, he's yeah. a little weird. He dresses like a thug, but he acts like more redneck. <laughs> he's um, a redneck thug Christian. I know. So he asked me like, what kind of music I thought he liked, and I immediately said rap because uh, I guess stereotype. Yes, somebody. I guess in the north they wear high top, you know, yeah. sneakers and the little um, baggy shorts, and yeah. you know that's normal. Yeah, but. Um, so she asked me what I thought of him, and I was like, yeah, you know, he's cute. He's all right. And we ended up um, de- going out on a date, and then I ended up taking him to the airport two days later because, as I said, he was going home. Yeah. Um, he messaged me 24-7 while he was gone. Mm. Um, and to be honest with you, once he got back, we hadn't been separated since. And um, we dated for seven months, and he asked me to marry him. And we got married in um, July of 2015, July 18th. And so now we have been married for a little over three years. And as I told you, I had a newborn. Um, For some reason, he didn't run. He did tell me that he turned around three times that night and that he wasn't coming. (laughs) And apparently it was meant to be because I thought the app was cut off. And, you know, and here he is. He is another Joseph. Yeah. And when he told me his name, I wanted to run <laughs> the other direction, but I didn't. Yeah. And so now we've been married for a little over three years. Um, he was always told that he couldn't have children, so I guess it worked out because I have two girls. Yeah. And yeah, I've got a family. We have a family. Um, and he considers obviously both of them as his. Yep. We did struggle um, in the beginning because. Harley was a lot older than Kinsley. Mm-hmm. She was 10 when we met. And, you know, she already is, she's been raised a certain way. And apparently they raised differently up north. And so Joe would get very offended when he came in if Harley didn't automatically stop what she was doing and say, hey, how was your day? Right. Well, you know, we don't do that. Yeah. I mean, maybe you guys do, but we didn't. And so it took us a while. That would start many fights. But um, all in all, we, we do very well. I can say we really don't argue. Yeah. He um, seems like a pretty easygoing, laid-back guy. He is. Yeah. He hit it off with my um, brother, my brothers, 
And um, I don't know. Sometimes I question whether he married me for me or his BL <laughs> because <laughs> he is all about some Jason. Yeah. But. Well, that's good. You know, that's good that they get along. And y'all are also close. Um, you know, now you're all in church together. Um, I mean, it's it's a great thing. So the last thing I want to talk to you about is, you know, obviously uh, you're at Lebanon. Uh, you're part of the Lebanon family. So how did y'all end up here? Well, um, Joe and I both discussed it right before we got married that once we came back from the honeymoon, we wanted to get involved in a church and at least give that a shot. Yep. Um, prior to that, Billy McGee was mm-hmm. sitting in my office. Shout out to Billy McGee. <laughs> we'll make you famous. He was asking me um, if I went to church. Mm-hmm. And I told him that I was definitely raised in church and I was involved in church in yep. my youth. But um, at the time, I was not. Right. I told him I just I have not been able to find what I had with my youth pastor in there. Yep. And then I went to several places. Um, and... He asked me what I was looking for, and I just told him that I needed good music. I was like, it has to be good praise and worship. <laughs> has to be. I mean, we had excellent praise and worship in my youth group. Yeah. And Danielle can vouch for that. So many that went with us. As a matter of fact, there's a gentleman named Chris Bullcart that's coming here now. Mm-hmm. We were all in there together. And um, I was like, it has to be good praise and worship, and I have to be able to understand the preacher. I I can't do the preaching that I don't get. It right. needs to be broke down. Yeah. Um, so at Lebanon, we gave it a shot. We came right after the honeymoon and mm-hmm. we've been here ever since. Yep. Um, we both had, well, we both had rededicated our lives prior to being here. Yeah. Um, and I would just highly recommend it. I, I know that Lebanon is a big church, mm-hmm. but I do believe that if you find things to get you plugged in, um, that you can get to know a lot of people. That's right. Um, I personally didn't do that. I didn't start off in the life groups or anything. And so for the first year, I kind of walked around only knowing Pam. Mm-hmm. And it was hard because I couldn't get Joe involved in to go. Like when you guys did the life groups at home, I wouldn't go because I didn't want to be the only person there without my husband yep. and children running around. Right. So. Um, and we and, don't care about that, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I could not have been much. I could not have been any more wrong. Um I see now that it would have been just fine for me to go. And I think that was just another way of the devil trying to keep me from getting plugged in so maybe I would fall away. Yep. But I cannot recommend enough get plugged in. And then look at you now. Yes. You just started a Bible study that's uh, fantastic. Um, I was actually, it's a women's Bible study, but I was uh, able to be a part of it, whether (laughs) y'all wanted me to be a part of it or not. So I just sat back and watched and listened, and um, I got to tell you, I'm impressed. That that's a good thing, um, and you're investing in women, and y'all are growing uh, in fellowship together. You're growing in Christ. You're getting plugged in, and you're doing great things, um, and that's a great testimony. So we at Lebanon are very excited and blessed to have an eye in Quintos here. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you for being with me. Thank you. This is another episode of Testimony Tuesday. We'll see you back here next week. Uh, Y'all have a great day.